Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Um, it is mid-February already, and I'm going to talk about how I did dry January. Um, and then we're going to talk about alcohol and why you should probably drink less. Ooh, that's not a fun thing to say. Ooh, no, that's uncomfortable. You know what's funny is when, uh, you know, you're around people who are drinking and like they want you to drink because they're drinking and you're just like, maybe I don't want to drink. Uh, why are you like pressuring me so hard? Is that like maybe something you should look internally about? Anyway, um, it is the season right now of... <laughs> broken new year's resolutions i'm sure you all noticed uh the first couple weeks in january everyone's at the gym everyone's buying like turmeric shots from whole foods and buying bags of spinach that they throw away the next week some people um already stopped going to the gym some people started and stopped a juice cleanse and some of us vowed to stop engaging in traffic traffic induced altercations wow i can't talk today my resolution was to drink less. So I stopped entirely for about three weeks. Unsurprisingly, I felt great. It wasn't hard to stop drinking because I don't drink that much anyway. Um, however, even a glass of wine at night was leaving me feeling foggy the next morning. Not shocking since alcohol is technically a toxic substance. When trying to make a change, I find it easier to cut something out rather than add something new or to cut something out and replace it with something of equal or greater value. So instead of drinking wine in the evenings, I'd drink herbal tea or sparkling water. Um, herbal tea would like calm me down, man. <laughs> like this, like make me feel like warm and cozy. Um, sparkling water would just fucking hydrate me. So both are better than alcohol. When dining out, I wouldn't order a drink at all and easily save dozens of dollars. Drinking isn't just bad for the body. It's also expensive, um, especially when you drink uh, out at a restaurant or something. Um, <clears throat> I've gone places where a, an old fashioned would be like 20 to $30, right? That's a lot of money for just one drink, but how bad is alcohol, alcohol really? So some scientists think that the main way that alcohol causes, causes health problems is literally by damaging our DNA. When you drink alcohol, your body metabolizes it into a chemical called blah, 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 blah. That's toxic to cells. <laughs> so <laughs> it's both damaging to DNA and prevents the body from repairing that damage. Alcohol also creates oxidative stress, which is probably something you've heard before. But it's just another form of DNA damage that can lead to higher blood pressure and coronary artery disease. Over the course of a lifetime, the damage to your DNA can be substantive, especially if you're a regular drinker. One thing um, that alcohol is really uh, bad at, or I, one thing alcohol does to your body. Okay, it makes you wrinkly, right? It also, have you seen the people with crepey necks? It does that. It does that. That's one of the, like, the leading causes of a crepey neck is dehydration, um, sun, and too much alcohol. So... More recent research has found that even low levels of drinking slightly increase the risk of high blood pressure, heart disease, and atrial fibrillation, which um, raises the risk of blood clots and stroke. And alcohol is also a carcinogen. According to research by the American Cancer Society, alcohol contributes to more than 75,000 cases of cancer per year and nearly 19,000 deaths. Um, the most common cancers um, associated with alcohol consumption are head and neck cancers, esophageal cancer, liver cancer, breast cancer, and colorectal, colorectal cancer. Alcohol um, doesn't just affect your body, though, but your brain as well. Alcohol intake and depression are closely, albeit complexly, associated. Those who are depressed tend to drink more, and drinking more tends to lead to depression. Alcohol may provide a few hours of perceived relief from your depression, but leads to um, worsened mental, mental health in the long run. Uh, finally, if your resolution was to shed a few pounds, giving up alcohol might help as long as you're not uh, replacing it with something that's even more calorie dense. You know, you can't give up alcohol and like replace it with 
the fucking cake or whatever the fuck. When I was in high school and college, I didn't drink much because I had better things to do. I never even, I mean, I never drank in high school and I didn't drink in college until I was um, of legal age. But I was also running competitively, um, definitely wanted to steer clear of anything that might, um, you know, be bad for my scholarship. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I didn't want to threaten my scholarship in any way. So I was running competitively. I was studying really hard. I was trying to recover from intense workouts. So I was sleeping a lot and also working part time. Um, back then all the most popular quote unquote popular kids were staying out late and getting hammered and bragging about it the next day. There was a degree of social capital to be gained by drinking a side effect of youthful ignorance and misplaced perspective. Um, now there's a different kind of social capital to be gained by abstaining. The term sober curious has become part of the national lexicon in recent months, a wellness movement sort of centered on being mindful of alcohol consumption, not like taking it away completely, but the key component of the whole sober curious movement uh, um, is to simply be mindful about when, where, and why you consume alcohol in response to this movement. The non-alcohol drink market is actually booming. So um, non-alcoholic beers and uh, cocktails, canned cocktails, all that sort of thing. Zero proof bars are popping up in major cities across the country and alcohol optional bars are gaining in popularity as well. I was actually at one of these recently where you um, can, they make you cocktails and then you have to be like, you have to request alcohol in the cocktail. So I'd be like, oh, I'd have an old fashioned. Um, and then instead of it coming with whiskey, they just not, they would just leave it out and put something else in it, I suppose. But um, some people like the um, alcohol optional bars as well, just because their cocktails are like a little more creative, I guess. I don't know. Um, I guess if you're more focused on taste rather than just getting fucked up, you have to be more more creative. I ended um, my dry January streak uh, by having a bottle of Blue Moon on a Friday evening after a particularly long work week. Um, I've since had drinks with my friends or um, on a first class flight. First class, by the way. <laughs> Pause. Amazing. Uh, I sat in seat 1B. So I was in the front row aisle seat. First one off the plane. It was amazing. And like the minute you sit down, they're like, ma'am, can I get you anything? And I'm like, Excuse me. Are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. Um, I asked for a glass of Chardonnay. And I, they, it was like so big. I was like, I, uh, I asked for like one serving and it was like three and I didn't drink it all. And they were like, oh, do you want more? And I was like, no, why are you being so nice to me? You treat the people back there like they're trash. <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> so I had a little bit of Chardonnay and a flight, and then at dinner on a work trip, um, what I've noticed each time that I've had a drink is that my sleep is less sound. I have like crazy dreams, and I'm a little more, I think, um, fidgety in my sleep and stuff, and I wake up feeling and looking dehydrated. Drinks can have their place in our day-to-day -day life, right? But cutting back will never be a negative thing. Your body and brain will thank you. Your skin will thank you. Your non-crepey neck will thank you. Put some sunscreen on. Drink some water. Maybe don't have, you know, so much alcohol. Probably also don't smoke so much weed. Probably also don't like do cocaine. <laughs> Maybe like read a book or something. Okay. Uh, things I linked this week. Uh, more about how alcohol impacts your brain specifically um, and how it, <clears throat> you know, um, lessens your, what is the, it takes away your impulse control. So people are more reckless when they're drunk, obviously. Um and then I found a map of booze-free bars across the country. If you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, you don't really have the option. <laughs> There's alcohol everywhere. Middle of nowhere. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Everyone there drinks a bunch. They all think it's the fucking coolest thing in the world. I'm like, it's not. It's so easy. Anyone can drink, okay? Anyone can pour alcohol down their throat. It's not that cool. It's not that crazy. 
Everyone's done it. Everyone in the whole history of the world has had too much to drink and been like, oh, I had a crazy night. Okay, it's not that fun. <sighs> um, and then I also linked, uh, I don't know what I did. It's, I think it's a list of non-alcoholic um, drinks that you can perhaps make or find. I don't know what I did. Anyway, have a great week, everybody. I love you. Bye.